What's going on, y'all? Coming at you with a, my very first podcast. Uh, this is going to be about Kyle Rittenhouse, which is a 17-year-old male from Antioch, Illinois, who is wrongfully charged with multiple counts of first-degree mur- murder as well as uh, being in the possession of a dangerous fire- firearm as a minor. And this is going to be a podcast about the reasons why I think that he is has been wrongfully convicted. So, to put a little background, uh, the whole thing, the shooting happened at a Black Lives Matter riot. So, let's just get the background of that. So... Uh, if you don't know who George Floyd is, you're probably not really reading the news, which you probably should because so you are aware of the craziness, the, it's unexplainable how insane Black Lives Matter and then Antifa being brought in with it are, had last year they completely basically destroyed multiple cities. And just an excuse of this uh, criminal George Floyd's death. Yes, it might have been unjust, but there it should not have been taken out of hand like this. So let's get a little background. So George Floyd was... Okay, so this is in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And George Floyd was with a group of people... And they were at a, I'm pretty sure it was just like a gas station or somewhere. And they were trying to pay for their products with a counterfeit $20 bill. And so the police were called and they arrived on scene and they had a kind of a confrontation with Floyd and his people. And the people that were around Floyd, as far as I know, um, they... When they they listened to the cops and they did what they were supposed to, but Floyd was not doing that at all. He was resisting. He was trying to just he he was okay. So they were all high, high at the time on fentanyl, and you don't know this until later. But they all they were high, and Floyd was not listening to what to these police officers. And so he kept trying to resist and he was t- saying he couldn't breathe even before the up the thing leading up to the murder. So he was being in the process of being detained and putting getting in a cop car and he was screaming and saying he couldn't breathe and the police officers were like, Okay, we'll crack a window, we'll do whatever we can to make you comfortable until we get to the the courthouse, the jail. So they he would he wouldn't listen and then he started um resisting even more and so they they uh took him down to the ground and tried to put a, and tried to settle him down and Derek Chauvin which was the superior like he was the highest ranked officer at the at the scene so Let's see, he 
He would. They, so he. So Derek Chauvin was the guy who br took him down to the ground. He. He knelt on his neck, which probably wasn't the best idea. But uh, George Floyd was a big dude. This is not just a. Okay, he was not just a little dude. He was a big guy, so he had to be brought down somehow. And yeah, probably leaning on and kneeling on his neck wasn't the best idea, but. And that's, I'm not trying to justify that the cop was in the right. And yeah, he might have been. And he probably shouldn't have been kneeling on his neck. I will admit that. But he, he what was he to do with the six, five, if not more guy, 250 pounds? He was huge. So what ended up happening is Derek Chauvin kneeled on his neck until he died. And this spread controversy everywhere, everywhere. And, um, let's see. Uh, this is where all the Black Lives Matter riots happened. So this was in 2020. So this is kind of at the beginning of this COVID-19 pandemic. So that was just, this was just added on top of it. And people went nuts. And Black Lives Matter, which is, a, in my opinion, is a, what they stand for is not what the civil rights movement, they, Martin Luther King, that is not what they, what Martin Luther King stood for. If Martin Luther King saw what Black Lives Matter was doing now, he would be, it would be, it would, he would be furious. I mean, they're, they welcomed riots, they welcomed looting, they welcomed, welcomed lighting everything on fire, basically. And so their whole thing is for the African-American community that they are so oppressed and everything. And yes, in the 1960s in slavery, that was some of the most unjust things. But let's, let's get in to what this is leading up to. So that whole thing happened with George Floyd in Minneapolis. And then there were riots. And so it was just across the country. And then... Um, so this was on, that was on May 25th, 2020. So three months later on August 23rd of 2020 in Kenosha, Wisconsin, a man named Jacob, uh, Jacob Blake. This is, this is what this is surrounded in Wisconsin. So uh a caller somebody called 911 who was initially um Jacob Blake's girlfriend was called the police because Jacob Blake was not supposed to be allowed on the premises cuz he had uh a third degree sexual assault charge against him on that was for this lady so he was not supposed to be there. So police were called. They were arrived. They arrived on the scene. Police tried to detain him, which led to tasers being drawn and used. Reports said that the officers were screaming at him to drop a knife. So he was a threat, apparently a threat to the officers. Obviously, he was a threat to the officers if they were yelling at him to drop a weapon. So Blake did not do as he was told and began 
con confronting the police physically, and this led to the police drawing their firearms, and then led to Jacob Blake being shot four times in the back, which left him paralyzed. So this was another thing, and it's, okay, so he's a he's African American male like George Floyd, shot by cops. So that that did not sit well. So um, that happened, and riots went crazy in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and it was just chaos. I mean, there were dealerships like so this. Uh, dealerships there were businesses just being looted and burned and this is where it leads to Kyle Rittenhouse so Kyle Rittenhouse is a 17 year old male from uh, Antioch Illinois which is close to Kenosha Wisconsin so um, let's see Kyle Rittenhouse he has he has participated in when he was in high school he had participated in um, numerous police he was he supported the police he supported the Blue Lives Matter um, uh, a Blue Lives Matter law enforcement he was for that and he participated in several police candidate cadet programs so he was he did not agree with what Black Lives Matter was doing. And Rittenhouse is also a licensed EMT, so he would be able to help people. He would be able to help people that were in need. So, a little background on him. So, he was called by somebody in Kenosha, Wisconsin, who owned a car dealership. And he had lost $1.4 million in riots the night before this call. And so he called Rittenhouse and a couple of his friends. So Rittenhouse and his couple of his friends went to Kenosha to protect this car dealership. And he also went to, because so, he was a licensed EMT. So he was there to also help if somebody was pepper sprayed, if somebody was injured, he was there to help. So he went there to initially help uh, defend this dealership. So he had an AR-15 style rifle. It was so he was armed, and he also had a first aid kit. So he was able to help people if they needed it. So Rittenhouse was there. Nothing was once he got there that evening. Nothing happened until he went out to uh help he went out to see if anybody was needing help and medical help and he um how it started with the the leading up to the killings the murders the killings um was um there were was a dumpster being lit on fire <laughs> and he put it out with a fire extinguisher and there were these people that were causing problems and Rittenhouse was trying to stop them. Not not physically, just trying to stop it. So once that happened, um these peop these Black Lives Matter protesters did not like it. So they went started to go after him. 
kind of, not quite physically, but this is where the first confrontation happens, is, um, these people were, these protesters went after him, and were almost in it, trying to beat him up, and so Rittenhouse turned and ran away, turned to run away, and a protester was running towards him, and the protester tried to engage Rittenhouse, and a unknown third party shot a pistol in the air. So they were chasing him and shooting in the air. And so this happened, and around the time that the gunshot was fired, somebody threw a pla- the guy behind him threw a plastic bag and was running after him, and he got pinned between cars, and he was coming after him, and Rittenhouse turned and shot the protester and killed him. So after that happened, he stopped and tried to check on the protester and he realized that he was dead. So he called a friend. He was on the phone with a friend saying that he just killed somebody and that he needed help. He needed police to get over. He needed something. And so while he was on the phone, more protesters realized that he was the one who had shot him. And so they were... They started running after him, and they started saying things like, get him, beat him up, take the, take his gun. And so they were threatening to beat him up, and some were threatening to kill him. So this happened, and Rittenhouse began running away down the street, and a protester came up and tried to hit him in the back of the head with a skateboard, and he got hit... Uh, he fell to the ground and a protester came and tried to take his gun and they were like yelling at him and still trying to beat him up and he turned and shot the guy in the heart and he died of course and another guy came with a pistol and this is all on video by the way this is all on video another guy came with the, came with a pistol and Rittenhouse turned and shot him in the arm and after this Rittenhouse is there's video of Rittenhouse running the, to police with his hands up um, uh, running to police with his hands up, with his gun around, and police did not confront him or acknowledge him because much hands up, don't shoot was a thing that the Black Lives Matter people were doing. So it was nothing new to the police, so they didn't think much of it till later. And there were multiple shots, so the police didn't think much of it. So afterwards, this all this is said and done, Rittenhouse is, was taken in on his charges so these are the six charges that were against kyle rittenhouse one first degree reckless homicide against joseph rosenbaum second first degree recklessly endangering safety against richard mcginnis who was a reporter so endangering the safety of that guy third the first degree initial homicide against anthony hubber Four, attempted first-degree intentional homicide against Gage Grosskreutz. Five, first-degree recklessly endangering safety against an unknown male victim. And six, possession of a dangerous weapon under the age of 18. And the last one, possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18, is the only misdemeanor. So the other five are all felonies. So... I I I think that 
Uh, Rittenhouse probably shouldn't have been there to start with. He was under he was under eighteen, but that it is legal in Wash in Wisconsin. It is legal to have a firearm at the age of seventeen. He's considered an adult in Wisconsin, so it was legal in Wisconsin. So, um, that happened, and so now he's he is still in the process of being in court so it's all it's an ongoing trial but i think he is definitely wrongfully charged i mean there is video evidence of what happened and it is clear that if anybody else was in the position that he was he he was he was threatened for his life i mean you can tell in these videos that it wasn't just these people yelling at him or anything, and he's shooting him just out of the blue. This happened. This they sh- they were coming after him. They were violently yelling at him. I mean, this was self defense, and it is. I think it is unfair with some of the trials that are going on now because Black Lives Matter and the media is all on the same side. That anybody who does something like this against an African-American or anything to do with Black Lives Matter and not liking it. I mean, it you're, you're going to get canceled or something is going to happen to you. So, that's what I think about that. And, yes, Kyle Rittenhouse should not have been there, but he was and this happened. So... There is no way he should be convicted. He he should be found guilty in these in this trial. I mean, I can see the one for the possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under the age of eighteen, but everything else. I mean, he it was it was a threat. He it was self defense. And after this was all said and done with the shooting and everything. Um, some people came to his support, um, his bail, he had a $2 million, $2 million bail, and this was paid, and this bail was paid by a fund set up for his attorney, and a couple of famous people helped fund, and one of them was Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy, as well as actor Ricky Schroeder, and... Um, and multiple funds have, have been set up to help pay for court fees for Kyle Rittenhouse. And one has reached over $586,000. So people are coming to his side. And multiple people have been tweeting for support for him, including Donald Trump, who was the former president at the time. And... So there has been much criticism as well. Um, many people saying that he was not in the right, that he was... I don't even know. It is insane the amount of criticism. But the, of course the news, and there's multiple news outlets saying that he was in the wrong, which he was... He was in self-defense. That is my final thought on that. In her own good land here, she's been abused. And, she's been burned. yes. Dishonored. 
America is a great country. Has, it was founded on great values. And if today these people think that it is a terrible country is wrong. I hate to say it, but you are. And I believe she can take a whole lot more. So we raise her up every morning. We take her down every night. We don't let her touch the ground and we fold her up right. On second thought, I do like to brag because I'm mighty proud of that ragged old flag. And that is an amen. And this is the end of my first podcast. Good day.